Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. Here once again, with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now, gentlemen, how are we doing? Hey you now, yeah. Chuck said his. John is nervously. I haven't, I haven't any flagship catchphrases. Uh, you're wearing a Tony Allen T-shirt. Twice stolen catchphrase. Minus. That's right. That is true. <laughs> this is I stole that catchphrase from someone who stole that catchphrase. Correct. I guess what what's go- the so the originator is Hank Kingsley. Hank Kingsley, Hank Kingsley. And, and then I said it in season one. Well, Stern Howard Stern did it. When it's I was, a thrice stolen catchphrase. Then right. Well, I like it. Yeah, I, I when I used to listen to Howard Stern like ten years ago. Who said it, Baba Booey? Anybody. There would ah. people call in and hit you with a hey now, you know, so. But yeah, I got it from Stern. And I didn't Always know it, it was stolen until I actually watched the Larry Sanders show oh, yeah. like a year ago. Mm, really? So, yeah. Greatest show. So good. So good. I love it. Fantastic. If you are similarly the age that we are, abouts, and like revisiting all kinds of late 90s celebrities yeah. who just show up playing themselves, treasure trove. It's amazing. Larry Sanders show on uh, HBO Go, HBO Now. It's like that first, uh, you know, it's that behind the scenes kind of like... What kind of cinema style is that? Is that cinema verite where they're like? I would say it's almost the like forerunner of the mockumentary style. Yeah, yeah. like pre pre like Thirty Rock kind of or Arrested Development kind of. Oh, it's so so incredible. Perfect sure. jokes. Really is great characters. Perfect David Duchovny's. Oof. It's really a grimly grim augury the Robin Williams appearance. Oh yeah, it is grim grim augury. Sad. It's a sad clown. Just uh, just brought us down there. Well, how about breakfast, guys? Have we had breakfasts? Oh, I did. So I don't know if uh, you guys are signed up for our Patreon, which is uh, it gives us exclusive access and content to cool stuff. But we just filmed myself doing uh, eating a sandwich from Tower Deli. It was a breakfast sandwich, ham, egg, and cheese. Uh, I let the sandwich kind of uh, sit for about twenty minutes. Rest. So it. You know, the cheese had time to melt and kind of, you know, become one. There was no difference between the egg, cheese, and bread in this sandwich. It was all just one molecular structure. The bread kind of looked uh, like Cubanish. Was that? No. Yeah, it's just a roll. It's just uh, like a. What it is is an approximation of a New York deli breakfast sandwich or bodega breakfast sandwich. It's not. It's not perfect, but it, it gets you there. And it's like three bucks, so you can't. You can't beat it. My breakfast, what John brought me for the Patreon video, well, we'll just have to save that for our Patreon Ooh. viewers. My actual breakfast before that, I cooked some eggs uh, home with the two kids, the two kids under three today, one of whom is watching as we record right now. Uh, he requested some eggs, even though he doesn't, he kind of refuses to eat eggs. He just likes to watch me make the eggs. Oh, I get that. So I just made it, made like just a simple cheese omelet. Uh, hit the spot though. Hadn't eaten a real breakfast 
in, I want to say, like uh, 18 episodes mm. of our recording. Yeah. It had been a while before I'd honestly We're eaten gonna have to have an intervention. a, yeah. real, a real breakfast before recording. But this morning, I had some eggs. Slacking in your snacking. Well, when there was one set of footprints, that's when I carried both of you. Mm. I went all out this morning. Steak and eggs. Ooh. Oh, it's mm. the best breakfast. Nice miso glaze. Oh really? yeah. Woke up terrifyingly early. Don't know why. So decided to put uh, the largesse to work. You mm. did text before. I want to say nine a.m. Sorry about that. No, that was fine. No. I'm awake. It was I waited strange. it out. So am I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was me trying to be uh, trying to be polite and perhaps failing. No, it worked. Was that the whole story, John? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, after our breakfast, we move to our <laughs> breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? On this podcast, we uh, we talk about Ishvorp. And if you don't know what Ishvorp is, it's very uh, specific to our, our podcast. It's the iShop value over replacement which is the negative fantasy league that we play and it gives you the understanding of who's the worst player negative fantasy league for our patreon subscribers over at fantrax.com it's the most exciting fantasy i've ever played volatile volatile sorry go ahead um but uh, the leader for the past few weeks in ishvorp has been josh richardson and we've been pretty much dogging him yeah for the past few games he's been on fire and including a game where he played your grizzlies and uh, I'm not aware of any game, Chuck. Being to uh, beat the balls off you. So much on fire that he, in fact, is no longer a top. <laughs> is he <laughs> Matt Sullivan brought Ishvorp top 10. This is, oh, this is early for the Ishvorp. Ooh, throw that Ishvorp out. We now have, at 10th, here comes the rooster, Danilo Gallinari. Ooh, ooh, at 9th, Jared Bayless. At 8th, rookie sensation, Josh Jackson. At 7th, Wesley Matthews. At 6th, the suddenly getting minutes again. Evan Turner. <laughs> I would say I would say Wes Matthews has been on a very good streak. Cut it out. Stop it. At fifth, J.R. Laying Pipe Smith. Mm-hmm. At fourth, Marcus Smarf. At third, another rookie sensation, Dilly Brooks. At second, the aforementioned Josh Richardson. And at first, Stanley Steamer Johnson. Makes sense. Stanley Johnson, who dropped another O for game. We will get to that later. Mm-hmm. Technically tied, but it seems Sullivan has devised some sort of tiebreaker. So thank you, Matt Sullivan. For the Ishvorp rankings, these are your your elite and efficiently terrible players. Yeah, Josh so Richardson didn't even play that well against the Grizzlies. Surprisingly, the Grizzlies were favorites in that game. Stunning. John, okay that game. John texted to say, uh, Grizzlies favored by one and a half. I was like, I assume they're going to lose by 20. 25. 25 it was. He put up 17 against the Grizzlies. Not good Grizzlies. Poor My Grizzlies. apology is to a man we have taken pot shot after pot shot at. I believe we've, he's also been apologized to before by other members of the podcast. I will now take my turn. Rajon Rondo, you look pretty okay. Yeah. He's... I thought you'd be a terrible signing for the Pelicans. Blah, 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 spacing. Blah, blah, blah. Not what they need. But he honestly has, uh, he has been a catalyst for a Pelicans team that is having a great offense. They're winning games because of their offense, definitely not their defense. In the last six games... If you'd like to stay defamatory, I don't think they're going to hit like 16 threes again. 
Well, no, <laughs> but I mean, he helped. He helped it happen in the last six games that he's played. They've gone three and three. It's been against some good competition, but he's averaging twelve points, eleven and a half assists, six and a half rebounds, one point three steals, while shooting fifty-seven percent from the field and hitting half of his three pointers uh, on over three attempts per game. So again. And it's not just the accumulating stats. He's always accumulated stats. It's just they have a very good offensive rating. They are still beating teams despite the really weird, awkward lineups. Yes, DeMarcus Cousins and Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis and even Etwan Moore are playing really well. Etwan Moore balled out. But Rondo is doing a really good job. I thought he would be damaging. He's not, as far as I can tell, being damaging. I'm sorry, Rajon Rondo. I think... Part of what makes Rajan work on this team a little better is it really allows Drew Holiday to just gun. Right. Which I didn't think was going to work, and it seemed like when the season started, Drew Holiday got off to a really slow start, and it was like, maybe Drew doesn't fit in this role. I even came up with the pop psychologist uh, theory, maybe he doesn't care about basketball anymore because his wife beat brain cancer and gave birth to a child, and he's <laughs> like, you know what? I got paid. I'm good. Yeah. Let's just enjoy life. But no, Drew's been, he's been balling out. But the Pelicans, their bench is trash, and those guys have to produce. Do you know how many points? As a Grizzlies fan, and you're talking about a bench that includes Tony Allen, and I'm wearing a Tony Allen shirt, I'm going to (laughs) throw this basketball-shaped phone at your face. Do you know how many points in the the Houston game the bench scored? Don't. I'm going to go with seven. But I I do. Three points. Woo! In a hundred and... 23-point game. That's insane. Was it Darius Miller hitting 1-3? I think it was. How many points did Boogie have? I don't know. I don't know. We don't read box scores here, John. No. All I, I know is I, just, I felt, I felt like Chuck was looking at the box score I don't, right I, don't, I wasn't. And I don't know why I said that so aggressively. But <laughs> Yeah, you, you read box scores like I read the articles in a Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and apologize to, uh, I mean, we've done this so many times. Devin Booker, we put the injury stink on you. Oh, we kind of cursed you. I think you, you. I think you apologized to him last week or two weeks ago just for yeah. talking bad about him. He's staying in my lane. And now we cursed him. He's staying in my lane. I guess I could apologize to LeVar for never saying goodbye before he went off to Lithuania with his two children. Shipped his kids to this former Soviet blocks. For like four grand. I mean, mm-hmm. that is the type of stuff your parents used to, stay, used to say to scare you. Like, I'll send you off to military school in, in Lithuania. Latvia. Mm-hmm. This apparently is better than going getting a free ride to UCLA. I'm not sure I understand. Can yeah. you... I didn't really want to talk about it, but I guess it's it's interesting. <laughs> and, it, like, can you imagine being a kid, a basketball player on scholarship at UCLA, and then contrasting that with... Chuck's imagining it right now, and his pants are going very tight. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like, contrasting that with, let's go to Lithuania, where I don't speak the language, to play professional basketball for four grand. Mm-hmm. And four grand total. And play maybe five minutes a game, probably. Because they like in those leagues. Los Angeles, rookies. free ride, mm-hmm. celebrity, UCLA, brother plays Lithuania, for the Lakers. And, I, and, I, and I'm not even saying I can say any country, any country that's cold. Right? I don't speak the language. Yeah. Like I'm sure Lithuania is fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, murder, murder hostels. Yeah, murder hostels. Uh, we have murder hostels in America, John. Yeah, that's true. Not like in Lithuania, dog. It's called Airbnb. This is some like <laughs> super aggressive parenting, though. Like, LeVar was like, hey, we can't have you in L.A. with your brother playing for the Lakers. This is some no-wire hangers-ish right here. Yeah. He's like, we got to get you out of this country. We got to get you focused on the game. And it's like a last-ditch effort to get those kids ready. What happened last time his kid left the country? Ooh. Trump had to bail him out of prison. they pick Lithuania 
because of the name Leangelo Lamello <laughs> and Lee Uthuania. Lee Uthuania. I think that is where like Lavar played, right? Is it because in his played Google browser, terrible. anytime he types anything, it adds L I. Right. And he's just like, we're countries. Yeah. It was either that or Lebanon. Alexa, country. <laughs> Give me a country that is that how Alexa starts works? with my my last name. Alexa doesn't understand a single yammering statement out of my Has, Hunter S. Thompson voice. Mm-hmm. John, you, you, I, you were sent to boarding school, right? Oh yeah, what's, many boarding schools. Well, yeah, what's the uh, what's the worst? What's the worst place your parents sent you? Well, in a surprising twist, I was sent from Los Angeles to Virginia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like Lithuania. It is, very <laughs> much so. It's really dull. But after, after that, I spent some time in Tennessee, where I live now, right. and Georgia, where I graduated high school from. It's pretty good. I guess and I f- it was Georgia in the United States, not, uh, not Georgia. It right. might be near Lithuania. I don't know. Not really sure. The next question would be, what, what's, Chuck, what's the most money you would send your kid away for? I don't know. My kid, my I, your kid is four. He's four. <laughs> he's four, and there are times I look at him. And I go, "This kid's going to need boarding school." Um, I turned out great. Yeah, that's what I can't wait for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would probably. I mean, it depends if it gives my son a better chance at life, which I think, you know, Daddy Ball thinks he's doing for his kids, which I kind of. You applaud. think so? I think he thinks it's going to help them to get them focused on the game and away from all the distractions that is Los Angeles, California. I have moved from the LeVar Ball as a marketing mastermind to LeVar Ball probably has some sort of syndrome at this point. Oh, How no. does it help your marketing to take him from Los Angeles yeah. to a city in Lithuania I've never heard of? Well, the, it, it, this is like Zach Lowe on two beers. It's off the rails. It's off the rails. It is off the rails. Anyway, those were our breakfast in bed. Apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs best thing, I believe we have some questions from our Patreon supporters. The croissant questionnaire. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope question to step two. Let's begin with a question from Justin Barrett. Fellas, some events are more fortunate than others. If you were the NBA biographer for the future generations, which event would you censor forever? I like the idea of a biographer or historian being a person who willfully omits facts to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty accurate. It is accurate. The victors write the uh, the victories write the history books, boys. Chuck, what event would you? What's the one NBA event you wish no one would know about? I have a I have a theory. It's LeBron leaving Miami. I had a feeling. Yeah. So he'd still just be he'd just, just coasting, be in, just be in Miami. Well, he would just dis- disappeared Bison Daily style. Yes. He would just yeah. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. too soon? A little too soon. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that would probably be it. I have been stuck on Bison Deli's Wikipedia page for hours before. Just going down all you. the tunnels. He can get you. I could use, I could use another uh, Tom Ripley novel where he crosses paths with Bison Deli. I would watch that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For me, I, okay, an event that like I think really still haunts me to this day is that... Uh, and kind of tore open how I saw a lot of the stuff in the NBA, the uh, Kings-Lakers series. Oh, yeah. That was very obviously thrown oh, by yeah. Donaghy and company. The uh, the Kobe Bryant elbow to the face, foul on Bibby. All of it. Although, 
some of uh, Haralabob's followers, didn't they break down the whole thing and come to the conclu- conclusion it probably was not thrown? They thought that, you know, there were some egregious famous foul calls, but there was... I'm going to trust my memory as a, like, 17-year-old over Haralabob's well-informed, <laughs> statistically <laughs> obsessed followers. Crowdsourcing. Keith, what say you? Well, I am so obsessed. I'm becoming even more tunnel vision on the Grizzlies and Tony Allen. It's what I cling to in my... Um, trauma currently experiencing PTSD. I would so merely just this off season? I would merely erase the tiny footnote that the Warriors beat the Grizzlies two years ago because they switched Andrew Bogut oh, to Tony Allen. That was painful. A footnote which is I still pretty much false. He pulled his hamstring and it was only like eight possessions, but still I would erase that completely from history. It was just on so Sports Center and Deadspin simultaneously was the most press we'd gotten in a long right. time. And yeah. Zach Lowe has, has made it part of history by saying that's how they solved the Grizzlies. They didn't solve the Grizzlies. Like Mike Conley couldn't hit a shot and Tony Allen got hurt. I would just erase that whole chapter. The Warriors beat the Grizzlies because they were much better. The end biography over. <laughs> Sam Wilkinson asks, if a time traveler appeared in front of you right now and said, Giannis ends 2018 with a second straight most improved player, Defensive Player of the Year, and third in MVP voting. Would you immediately say, no way, or would you at least heave to consider... Nah, Sam, that's not how you spell that. Have to consider the possibility (laughs) that the time traveler was telling the truth. Well, I want to say Sam has asked this question in numerous ways before. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I see what he's. I see what he's going I will, for. Though I, I will still answer: Is is Giannis plausible? Is perhaps that's what he's acting. Asking? I'm going to answer if the time travel a time traveler approaches me with this information. I'm going to assassinate that time traveler and close that loop. Oh, I didn't think of that. I forgot about that. Um, so you want back to back most improved players? Has that ever happened? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Yeah, but I, would you believe it if said time traveler told you it occurred? If I'm going to believe a time traveler, Booster Gold, uh, some other famous time travelers of old, Bruce Willis. Marty McFly. I mean, if I'm going to believe a time traveler, this isn't that unbelievable. No. Giannis has kind of smashed down some barriers for me already as far as what I thought he could do. Because every time I think that there's a ceiling, it's suddenly plowed through. Right. So, yeah, I I I think I find it plausible. I'm on board with Giannis is great next year future time traveler telling me that I, I don't buy the back-to-back most improved players because you get one of those well it's, and it's also just kind of confusing weird award yeah but yeah everything else like i can all see the depot gets that this year i right? can see him yeah probably yeah probably you would think yeah um but yeah they got you know when you have something like uh i think he will be in the running for mvp if that team can get any help for him another guy bledsoe's great. another guy they need another they keep guy. getting guys but Bledsoe's great, but they need a, they need one a third. Bucks, option. by the way, team I do not understand at all. Well, it, it's a different Bucks team right now. They keep switching on defense now, which is what they, they like should have been doing all along. Yeah, it's what their roster seems like it's made Bledsoe for. is Lengthy. passing it to these lengthy monsters off the backboard. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I mean the Bledsoe thing has really worked out. He was going to be my best of the week if something truly amazing hadn't happened. Yep. But I've got one more question for you guys. Feeling Minnesota asks which non Spurs Rockets Warriors team is the closest thing to a contender in the West. Oof. Uh, I say the nay. <laughs> uh, I mean, Minnesota? You guys, like you got to say Minnesota? Out so of... bad at defense. Here's, 
I Apologies don't... to Sam Mitchell. The defense was better under him than Tibbs. Can we say specifically who isn't? Because I think the no, Thunder that's aren't. That's really easy. I was going to say the Thunder because they at least have talent, mm. even and though they're terrible. I'm going to say the Thunder because like they're losing games, but if you like dig into like net rating and stuff, it's not that bad. Their net rating is but such a fake so out. So much they're worse. Terrible. Uh, well, let's put a pin in that. I'll talk about it in a minute. I actually have one more uh, croissant query. Do me. Uh, Who's this one from? Sergio Rodriguez asks, <laughs> if you were given a terminal diagnosis and only had a year to live, would you waste it cheering for your favorite team, the Memphis Grizzlies? Um, this is very... Is this your way of telling us you just got diagnosed with a serious disease? No, it's a okay. purely theoretical okay, exercise. Cool. Is this your way of telling me I just got diagnosed? <laughs> is this a symptom? Um, if you were given a year to live, would you still keep cheering for your team if it was bad? Can I, ha- can I add a caveat? Sure. If they trade Mark Saul, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying any specific team. Like, could I pick any team to root for? Do I have to I, pick my team? I was, like- I was thinking in my darkest of dark places, watching the Grizzlies after the nauseating loss to the Thunder, one of the worst basketball games I've ever so seen. Gross. One of the most nauseating games you'll ever right, see. Right, right. And then after seeing them quit yet again and just get hosed by the heat, uh-huh. I was like, if you only had a year to watch basketball or to be with your family, would I watch any more of this Grizzlies team? Probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't waste my time. I think I would join my uh, my buddies, the Round Ball Rockers. Screw you guys. I'm a Warriors fan now. Right. I got one more year to ride. I'm on the bandwagon of the Warriors. But then it's like, is that a bad person? Does that make me no. a bad person? No. I feel like Chuck has already answered this question. Because Ch- Chuck has lived his life as if he's only had one more year for some time. <laughs> one more week. <laughs> <clears throat> and LeBron left quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and before their amazing turnaround last season, I was checked out. The, the Heat were kind of like the Grizzlies are right now. Checked out. They 20, were 20 games under 500. They were worse, yeah. And someone in my Twitter mentions was like, I can't give up yet because the Heat last year made that push. And he didn't make the playoffs. Nope. Like, in a, I don't in know. A bad and they got, they got screwed. I mean, they got, they got a it was Bam Adebayo out of it. Yeah. But they still got screwed out of a, a good draft pick. Bam. Big Bam Bigelow, though. We talk about him dunking all over your team. One year, if I got one year left, I'm I'm a I'm a ride one one more year with Mark the Shark and Captain Clutch. No way. Yeah, I'm I'm only watching I'm only watching Warriors and Caps. That's it. I'm only watching Zebo minutes. Mm-mm. Only minutes Zebo's on. You the know court. he would be he would. What fit. an excellent segue into our worst of the week. Well, before we get there, <laughs> let's say if you too want to contribute a question to the croissant questionnaire. You have to join our Patreon. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. A big thanks to all the people who have supported us there. You have a few benefits. We started posting some videos for everyone of, they might be gross, uh, of Chuck eating breakfast, of me eating candy. You get the power rankings. Uh, We got a few more things in store. We got the $5 tier where you get some bonus audio every few weeks. We also have the producer tier. People we need to thank personally right now. The Salkowski brothers, thank you very much. Joshua Herbertson, thank you very much. The Herb. Chris Howell, thank you very much, you holy man. Chris Howell, thank you for being there in our time of need. The disgusting loss <laughs> to the Thunder at the watch party. <laughs> the saddest watch party ever. Paul Gromit Gromans, thank you very much. Sam Slack Daddy Wilkinson, thank you very much. Keep asking your futuristic 
Giannis Antetokounmpo questions. <laughs> Ryan, Trustafarian darling. Uh, Stay safe uh, out there, Sonny. Trustafarian. Viraf Nariman. That is coming at Damon Rangula for the name that haunts me most. I don't even know who. I've never heard this person. Right behind him, Damon Rangula. Yeah. We miss you, buddy. Thanks, Damon. Thanks for coming on last week. Yeah, he was great. Good episode. Brian Morningway, thank you very much. Get in touch with us, Ryan. And Ian Carmel, we salute you. And by the way, if you're in Portland, uh, Ian Carmel has a show on December 22nd. He's debuting a new, I believe, hour of comedy. Get so, it. I know we have our whole Slack chat seems to be people in Portland. Go see Ian Carmel. And the rest of you guys, support our program at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right. Steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Oh, man. You get, you get new sometimes. It just make you go, wow, this is amazing. We live in a great time. One, uh, Do you? Yeah. Cri- cri- <laughs> well, you know, it's a good distraction in the awful time that we live in. But uh, when you wake up to find out that Chris Bosch's mother is maybe a kingpin <laughs> in a uh, <laughs> drug trafficking ring, you alleged allegedly you get super super cocaine godmother yo she's Griselda Blanco (laughs) yeah she's the La Madrina from Cocaine Cowboys running it from prison yeah so she was involved in a a, apparently drug raid that found heroin and cocaine and crack the the trifecta um, in her house in Texas and uh, she's claiming that she rented the house to people who were running it as a dope spot but makes sense to me. Chris, uh, Chris, not guilty. Yeah. Uh, apparently <laughs> this, and this is the, this is how I, uh, I actually think Chris is involved with all this. Cause he's apparently quote, not spoken to her in five years, which seems like they Damn, have Aaron Rodgers. They have burner phones. Where yeah. Probably, I was about to say they're he's, running he's, numbers. He's dro- dropping letters with a, uh, right. Finding people on Craigslist. Hey, can you yeah, deliver this envelope? Yeah. We need to make sure <laughs> that we need to go through back channel and communicate with each other via, you know, written letter carrier pigeons. But yeah, carrier pigeons. It's going. It's going <laughs> good. It's it's you know Chris Chris Bosh can't play the game anymore, but his mama deep in that game. <laughs> so that's my best. Allegedly, blood clutch, <laughs> blood schmutz. Right. Give me that cartel money. Yeah. Um, my mine is a, of a slightly a criminal bent. The Smash Brothers, the Super Smash Brothers, the Kane and Abel of NBA, the Chicago Bulls one-two punch. Indeed. <laughs> Nikola Mirotic, 3-0 since returning with Bobby Hans Portis. Yeah, I think Bobby f- the wingman. I think you found a hook there. Woo! <laughs> the most beautiful part of that trashing, thrashing the Celtics. Without the finisher, by the way. Larry Markkinen was not in this game. Which is how you got to unleash full Mirotic mm-hmm. and Portis. Mm-hmm. Portis only had one assist in that game, boys. Oh. Not, it's not a- Guess who it was, too? No way. Nico Miritich. That's kind of beautiful. Amazing. Basketball yeah. is a healing, 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 healing. Well, I think Mer- Miritich is basically like, hey, I need to get out of here, so I should play well because I don't think he wants well, to play Well, I maintain that's the best revenge Miritich yeah. can put on the Success. organization. Like, let's just – the Bulls, merely a game and a half behind the Memphis Grizzlies. That's I mean, amazing. Grizzlies one and a half games away from the first worst record in the league. This is like an 80s Rob Lowe sports movie. Mm. It's beautiful. I mean, this is some Brian songs. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 even even losing money on the Celtics which last one, night, I had uh, tears in my eyes. Which one's the terminal patient, John? Mm. Well, obviously Nico Miritich yeah. <laughs> got his brain blasted in. Man. But I mean, you have the the two rivals. They have the fist fight at the beginning of the movie, it's and then at the end, the Bulls are going to win it all, guys. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. 
They might, man. If they came from three and twenty to sixty-two and twenty, that would be quite the story. This is like Dorn and Wild Thing Vaughn in Major League. <laughs> Take off those pasties. <laughs> well, my best thing is of a similar Eastern European flavor. Uh, well, is Turkey count Eastern Europe? I don't. I, no, I, I, I don't know anything so. about it's geography. Middle, Middle East, it's close really. to Lithuania. Yeah. I'm um, just glad you knew where Ursan was from. Uh, Ursan Ilyasova. Hova. I wanted the Grizzlies to get in the offseason for the paltry sum of $6 million, which he signed for, for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he returned to the Hawks, went nine for nine in a game with 26 points, was five for five from three, followed that up with a five for six three-point game against the Knicks. He's 10 for 11 from downtown in the Hawks' last two games. They will play the Cavs before you hear this, probably the end of the run, or maybe he'll just keep it going. But with the injuries to Dwayne the Deadman Deadman and John Collins... I got nothing. Was that an Irish revolutionary? I think so. Uh, That's Tom Collins. It is Tom Collins. Mm -hmm. uh, That's a drink, guys. That's a drink. Mm. Um, Anyway. A most delicious drink. (laughs) Curse on stepping up, return to the Hawks. They might still hit that over. It's only 23 and a half. You can do it. You can do it. Uh, And I've just really enjoyed watching Urson ball out. 10 for 11 in two games. That's incredible. I miss Urson on the Bucks when he'd grab those 20 rebounds. He's getting like four and three rebounds oh, a game. He's yeah. just jacking now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, this is no steak and eggs. I let yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, Urson used to do like 26 and 24. Oh, yeah. He was a fantasy stud. Now he's like, I'm hoping. I just picked him up an eye shop. I'm hoping all these minutes and all this jacking leads to some delicious that, uh, eye shoppery. That 10 for 11 is he a can't ta- stay hot. Taco Bell unsustainable <laughs> business model. All right. Opposite of steak and eggs, the cream of wheat, worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw? Well, y'all better let me go last because my, my, mine uh, nullifies the Grizzlies epilogue. Mine undoes things. <laughs> our, our podcast might be done. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hang back and chill out over here for a while. All right. So meditate. I'll take it then. What Something is, is rotten in the state of Oklahoma, and it's the thunder. Is there draconian drug laws? I know. We, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I'm in a really dark space, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's, uh, I know we look at their numbers and their net rating and all that. It doesn't, you know, they have a net rating of a better a team with a better record than they do. Right. They, it's just body language. I know that's, you know, one of our specialties here, the body language interpretations. But uh, watching the Memphis uh, game against the Thunder the other day, Carmelo was sitting on the scorer's table during a timeout. Billy Donovan had to go and, like, give him a pep talk before the game started back up. Melo's walking out. Not doing press conferences, not hanging out with the team. He's it's it seems like there's a lot of chemistry issues there. Uh Billy Donovan's backtracking, saying things like Carmelo's having a hard time because he's such a superstar and he's so selfless. And it just seems ridiculous. He's just saying all the right stuff, trying not to get fired. But I think this Thunder team is it just has like a structural thing that uh isn't gonna lead to much success, especially uh when it comes to the playoffs. They're gonna get crushed. Would you rather Move from Los Angeles to Vietatis? Oh, no, that's a coach. How embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather move from Los Angeles to an unnamed city in Lithuania or New York City to Oklahoma? Mm. Maybe he's just depressed. Yeah, that could be it. He just got divorced. His his ex-wife Lala's stunting on Instagram looking fine. (laughs) Uh, And he's stuck in, in the greater Oklahoma city region here's a stat from the ringer of the 33 players in the nba who are taking at least 15 shots per game russell westbrook ranks 33rd in field goal percentage 
Carmelo Anthony ranks 32nd. Paul George ranks 30th. Mm-hmm. They're all really bad. Donovan Mitchell, the only one breaking up the... Uh, and he's just been heating up recently, he, Mitchell. He's been heating up. So, But yeah, Westbrook the other night against the, uh, the Grizzlies, probably the worst triple-double I've ever seen. I mean, it just looked bad. Uh, I think he shot like 8% from three. It, was, it like, was grotesque, and we will dive into it more uh, uh, in later the awards in the segment of the, pro- <laughs> but, um, of the program. Yeah, like it's just it, it. It's not only that, but I played a, a I played a drinking game where I took a shot every time uh, Westbrook passed the ball and then did nothing, where he just watches <laughs> and waits for the ball to come back to him. And I was drunk by the end of the second quarter, like blacked out. I like I like that joke, Chuck. It's also like the most out of character nerdiest thing you've ever said <laughs> i dig it you're like dunked on inspired me to do this drinking game <laughs> oh don't go dunked on if it was dunked on you'd be listening to the bastard child of siri and andre the giant uh, <laughs> malcolm delaney needs to go to his left more often statistics show you know what actually my wife and i excuse me girlfriend and i have been trying to spice up things in the bedroom so we have decided to split a Brazzers subscription. <laughs> if you would like to second screen that with me tonight, sign on to our Periscope page. That Chuck is no Dunk Don. Dunk Don's a different level of tomfoolery. Mm, that's funny. And I like Dunk Don, but let's not get crazy. I'd never say that. I've never heard Nate Duncan slowed down to regular speed before. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, that, that that was wild. My worst thing, uh, going back to the Bucks just a little bit. Yes, Jason Kidd has finally started switching some things. But he did an insane, they were winning by four points in a game, and they purposely fouled the opponent to send them to the line yeah. to score with no time going off the clock. And he explained it away as, well, yeah, we knew we were going to get into a foul shooting game, so we were going to, like, take it to them. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, that, I mean, maybe he's just trying, maybe he's just purposely uh, saying that to make people angry. Right. They're winning in spite of him. They're winning in spite of him. Like, Butts was playing really well. Middleton is still playing really well. I, I, could, I can't believe how well Bledsoe has played. Is Jabari coming back anytime soon? I don't know. I mean, do, trade do, him do, for they need, do, ah! do they need Jabari <laughs> to come back anytime? I mean, and apparently they're, get, they're front runners for DeAndre. I mean, the, the Bucks are going to be interesting. I'd like to see him. It's going to be weird to keep track. Coach. We have, it's going to be weird to see where, where DeAndre lands because apparently he, he signed an agent. That might be, you know. Obviously a sign. He's never had an agent before, mm-hmm. as you could tell from the whole Dallas fiasco. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, so, so it seems like he's probably going to be on the move. So, John, are we, are we tabling your worst to, for a, an epilogue, or are we ready to dive in? Let's do it. All right, let's dive in. It's bad enough that I have to watch against two of the best centers in the game, two of the best low post players in the game, Zach Randolph, destroy the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Having one of the best games I've ever seen him have. Where I'm from, bullies get bullied. Shut your mouth. <laughs> You're, I'm bullying you right now. <laughs> bullies get 35 bullied. 35 points. Five three-pointers. And an overtime win. <laughs> Career high for three-pointers. Yeah. I have to watch that and pine for him. And then we watch him say what he said to DeMarcus. Go ahead and say it again, Chuck. Well, I'm from bullies get bullied. In, In my, my hood, bullies get bullied. It's the best guy. He's the if best he were guy. still on the Grizzlies, I want him to be my attendance would go through the roof for the brother. next game. T-shirts and flags with his face, and God knows what kind of amazing slogan, Memphis related slogan, would be emblazoned everywhere. 
it would probably lead us to a some kind of amazing multi-game winning streak mm-hmm. just from the energy. And I have to sit back in Memphis and watch us blow three straight 16-plus point leads. Mm. It's impressive. That's what I have to sit through? Yeah. You yeah. know who needs to be bullied? Chris Wallace needs to be bullied. Yeah. Needs Robert Perra needs to be bullied. Chris, I hate that this happened. And, and in this, this game was apocalyptic for me. Because while oh the Pelicans the, the Kings because while I, while I'm sitting there and like I like we've been saying there's only one team that knows how to use Tony Allen yeah. and that's Memphis it doesn't matter who the coach is because the city's so connected to him Tony gets run here in this game DNP coach's decision it's awful in a loss yeah in a loss where where guards scored on them a plenty no. young guards that Tony would have terrorized John's got this yeah. vein popping out in his I head. this game was a microcosmic just curb stomping of my fandom. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, Tony, I saw going one game, bang his knee and leave immediately. So maybe he was a little... No, man. He was fine. All right. (laughs) You can tell from his towel-waving game that he's fine and sad at the same time. I'm telling you what makes makes me so angry is watching the, the Grizzlies just light on fire, knowing Tony Allen desperately wanted to play for the Grizzlies. Was going to like would have taken a minimum contract, and they're like, no, we have to crash and burn. You don't think Zebo would have taken less money too with these garbage players? Mm-hmm. I know Zebo got paid, but he didn't get that paid, and I bet he would have taken less to stay. Probably would have. I mean, plus when you take but, the California taxes out, but you guys, need- I gotta sit and watch Jermichael Green clank free throws at the end of games instead of Zebo. Banging butts. I don't care if Zebo can't play D anymore. But hey, you guys I don't care. There's not another guy on the freaking Grizzlies who can score that many points, get that many boards, and, for that matter, make that many three-pointers. Right. That's how terrible the Grizzlies are. I mean, but you got Ben, ben McLemore, right? Ben McLemore's one of our best players now, man. He's so bad. He's so bad. He's so bad at basketball. <laughs> he, Ben McLemore and loose balls are, are like magnets with their poles lined up. Mm-hmm. It's like they just, like you see him move towards the ball and it just moves farther How away. How about that <laughs> attempted 360 dunk? Oh, man. Good pretty, God. Pretty funny. I blacked that out. That made me forget about the, earlier in the that game where James Ennis had a breakaway, just lost the ball, just threw the ball up in the air. <clears throat> Dude, and what in the hell? Are the Grizzlies going to do in the offseason? All those wings are gone. Well, there's those, those, this like kind of sneaky wing collection they have. Tyreek's gone, UFA. Who are the, uh, why would Ennis stay? Who are the veteran, who are the veteran just guys on the bench? The Grizzlies. (laughs) Nobody. Brandon Wright. Mm -hmm. There are none. Who, Who are these, who are the players that the Grizzlies brought in that know how to win an NBA basketball game? None. There's none. I mean, the only problem is the Grizzlies can't fire Chris Wallace because there's no because they're they're gonna maybe sell the team. Mm-hmm. We there's, talked there's about no it. To fire him. Let's go through the teams the Grizzlies should be favored in a game at home. A game at home right now. Name the teams the Grizzlies should be favored in a game at home. No teams. <laughs> I can think of. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say not with no hell no not the Bulls not with the Punch Brothers undefeated. <laughs> I'll say the Hawks. They got Urson back. Mm, the Suns. Like the Kings? Come on now. Bookerless. No, no. Bookerless Suns. I think Bookerless Suns. Mavs. Bookerless Suns. Mavs are way better. And the Lakers. What do you want? Why the Lakers? Lakers are good. They got everything the the Grizzlies don't have. I mean, the the, the Lakers have just because I'm talking about Vegas should be because they're going west to east. Mm -hmm. So the two West Coast teams, that's the only thing I can think of. Anybody else should be pick them at best. Yeah, this is a nightmare. The Grizzlies, 
I mean, I guess we're moving to uh, scattered, smothered, covered. I don't know. My mind's been erased. Thoughts. My mind's been erased. <laughs> Is there, like, a week ago, I was like, no, you probably shouldn't play, trademark a socks. So you can't get anything. Now, it's kind of like, well, we could get a top pick this year. You're like, yeah. you're doing that thing where you're, like, searching for a reason to quit now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just waiting for an excuse. You've like kind of like secretly packed your bags. You've got a go bag, and you're just waiting for the. You're just <laughs> waiting for bag. your. You're waiting for your girlfriend to like. Man, I, say one like say one last thing man, about you, something. And you're done. You feel that heat coming around the corner. Yeah, you gotta be gone in 15 minutes. That's right. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You guys are <laughs> Val Kilmer over here. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm just really bummed out because the Grizzlies have the Grizzlies have no young prospects. They're like, wow, they really need more minutes. Like Dylan Brooks, and if they did have good draft picks, do you think Chris Wallace is going to do anything with them? If anything, the draft picks over anything else has been what's completely devastated the franchise. I, I, like I, I'm starting to think hard about that, like Yusuf Nurkic and Evan Turner for for Marcus Like, eh. but what does that solve? Oh, it solves very little. It's I mean, nothing. that doesn't do anything. And there, there's the last vestige of your fan base, the fan base that's already like me, bleeding out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From the cuts endured. This I, is death by a thousand cuts. I have to become an LLC to write off all my season tickets losses. <laughs> oh, man. Like, this, like, this, is, this is insane. I, I can't, you can't give away selling a Raptors ticket or a Heat we ticket. We had, like, f- people at our watch party. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the long. Can you bleep out just the number? <laughs> just the number. It was a real downer, The man. watch party was a downer. Mm-hmm. Watch parties are are very much tied to uh, success of the team, excitement, right? And yeah, where we're going to the playoffs. We're, I'm telling you, this podcast we need to. We Who's going to skip the eggnog a, at a Christmas be, party? Let's become a Sixers and Warriors podcast. That's all we have to do. We'll crush. Become a Sixers and Warriors podcast. Grizzlies fandom right now is insane. I have to like pour through box scores and be like, ah, oh, Andrew Harrison's played pretty well last few. Yeah, games. Andrew Harrison. I can't been like, live like this. Been like the the, the only okay player. Oh, this this is. I don't know. We should talk about something better. Bradley Bill scored a lot of points. Yeah, he went in. <laughs> Jesus. The, I can't talk about the Wizards either because then I'll start thinking about those refs screwing up the end of that game. I didn't even see the game. I, what, what happened? What was the screw up? Dude, it's the most insane crap ever. Just get over to get over to Ted's bed and watch how badly they botched. A, a, they basically triple penalized the Wizards for their own clock screw up i mean there was no way the wizards could win the game after what they did was it was it better or worse than the doug collins u.s olympic team i don't remember that one that's where like the u.s team refused their silver medals doug oh. collins is still angry about it i've seen that a couple times i mean if, if on a i probably on a if it was if it was happened on a larger platform yes that bad i would say by the way i believe the u.s gold medal game i might, I might have to apologize for this i believe the controversial gold medal game was like they let the last second run off the clock and u.s thought they won and then the refs were like no let's put one more second back on the clock and they bring the teams back in and then russia scores that's fine it seemed like a fair it yeah. seemed like not a terrible decision yeah. okay, but i know so- doug collins can't talk about it and he would murder me if i said that or if you he heard me saying this. Yeah, Doug Collins, <laughs> Doug Collins comes from a different era. Throw them hands on sight. Comes from a different era. He will punch you in the face and grab your wife's butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave him alone. Smoke a marble red. More of a, just a Don Draper. Yeah. I mean, no, no, but just Don Draper's Don Draper. This is very Don Draper. <laughs> I bet Don Draper can hit the tray. Oh, he's got a jumper for sure. Absolutely. He's got a set shot. 
He's probably from like Indiana or something. Get Harry Crane down low <laughs> on the block. Kick it out to Don. Sterling. Peggy smoking cigars PG. on the bench. <laughs> I could do this. Who wins in a who wins in a game of five on five? Mad Men or Tony's crew from the Sopranos? Oh, I don't know. They got the oh, jumpsuit game. They young and in their prime, though. Harry, Harry, Tony Sirico. Some of those young guys, man, they all play ball. But they all smoke like three packs of unfiltered Lucky Strikes a day. Yeah, and you're as... saying Tony Sopranos crew doesn't? And they're all. I'm, I'm saying. I are think we age adjusting? You seen I the guns on Tony Sirico? Yeah. We gotta age adjust them. We gotta age adjust. Gotta okay. age adjust them. Yeah. And Just t- to be fair, because Big Pussy's not. Uh, Tony played. He's, not, he's gonna be like Chuck running up and down. He was a football player. Tony played college football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Year. He was a college athlete. He was a college athlete. Yeah. Did a year at Rutgers. A year at Rutgers. If college athletes will smoke some oh, yeah. smoke some Madison I got Tony Avenue. in the I post. mean, Pete would be Bully. the worst. Like, if you could get him off the court. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other Pete's guys. Pete's gangly, though, man. He was tall. Oh, you know who would be? Sneaky tall. I bet you Don Draper's incredible. You know who I would get? I oh. bet you he's a natural shooting guard, small forward. You know who I bet would be incredible from the Sopranos? That Russian guy that didn't die in the woods? Oh. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be incredible. What about Furio? Oh, Furio. <laughs> he's, he's definitely... I don't know. Sometimes you... I, I, this isn't so much in, like, uh, basketball, but, like, you wouldn't want him in football because you get that, like, Tommy Wiseau throwing motion. He's too pretty. It's like, why can't you throw a football at all? It's like, oh yes, this this barbaric sport is only popular in one country. Oh, do, do you know? I mean, we're speaking of uh, metaphors regarding gangster movies. That was when I was watching the the Heat Grizzlies game. You know, the only scene I could think of was from Scarface when, oh. they, when they're doing the hit job in the yeah. uh, in the Rebanga. Rebanga. and yeah, Spolster was Tony at the end. You know, oh. this is for a friend you. F- I'm really, really surprised you haven't given us a harder time. That's how des- desperately you are. Depressing. You are both so sad about this, and it, it's almost not fun to kick you right now. Yeah, I get it. I had a whole thing lined up about Bam Abadeo and like you I know, mean, how we beat you without Whiteside and Dion Waiters playing like garbage by 20 points. You guys, <gasps> the Heat were so terrible. We didn't play well and still destroyed you. Guys. My, my like my thing was I never wanted to blow. I didn't think they should blow up the Grizzlies like Marcus all sounds like Anton Chigurh in post game interviews. <laughs> He's coming to practice with a bolt gun, flipping coins, taking names, ending lives. Somebody's He's dead. saying crazy, and he even said something about like the guy last after the post game in the Heat game. He said something about. The guys who left wouldn't have put up with this or something. Like he made a reference to Tony Allen and uh, mm-hmm. even Vince Carter and, and Zach Randolph yeah. about like they would not have played this way. Well, there used to be a thing where yeah, he basically but mentioned like, if they if we didn't score, you didn't score, right. and that urgency isn't there anymore in the defense. Marcus saw has checked out. I didn't think they should blow it up, but like the decision has been made. Yeah, the Grizzlies have lost fifteen to sixteen. They're going to play the Wizards, the um, the Warriors, and the Jesus Celtics. God. <laughs> All right, well, that brings us to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Presented each week to the worst performance in a box score, we have several honorable mentions. Trey Lyles and Stanley Johnson, 0 for 8. Ray Felton, Frank Mason, and Dion Waiters, all 1 for 10. Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Lowry, 4 for 17. Carmelo Anthony, 5 for 20. We have three Nominees as they occurred chronologically through the week. Danilo Gallinari. Brewster. In a loss to the Timberwolves was two for 13. Seven points, four rebounds, one steal, two turnovers, zero personal fouls. Perhaps and he try. Hurt, he hurt his butt again. He keeps hurting his glute or flute. 
if you type it quickly on Twitter. Uh, fun fact, he hurt the other glute. <laughs> Often uh, your glutes overcompensate for the injured one. Um, Russell Westbrook in a win against the Memphis Grizzlies. Seven for 29. Yowzer. Put up the stats, though. 20 points, 14 assists, 11 rebounds, one steal, three turnovers, five personal fouls, seven for 29. And he that, made his damn free throws. And he made mm. his free throws. That is incredible. And he told uh, Andrew Harrison to go home. You lost. Go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Reggie Jackson and a loss to the Celtics. 0 for 9. I feel like we've missed Reggie. Kind of have been missing Reggie. 0 for 9, two points. One rebound, three assists, two steals, no turnovers, one personal foul. So, Danilo Gallinari, two for 13, seven points, four boards. Russell Westbrook, seven for 29, a true stack house, mm-hmm. with, uh, however, 20 points, 14 assists, 11 rebounds. And then Reggie Jackson, 0 for 9. I'm going Reggie. Welcome back. <laughs> just, no. just 0 for 9. <laughs> it's so small. I like I like the the Westbrook. I just think uh, it's the ugliest triple-double I've ever seen. And I know we're only supposed to look that at the That is kind of interesting score. to give it to a triple-double, but I can't give it to a triple-double. And double. it's a big triple. It's like a 20.14 yeah, 20 points on 29 shots. So it's, man, I, uh, it was an ugly game. He played an ugly game. We're not I supposed to. I kind of wanted to give it to Danilo Gallinari for his 2 for 13. Seven just give it to the four. booty man. Booty man. I'll change mine to Rooster. Okay. All right. I'll go Rooster, too. I wanted you know to give what? it to no. Reggie just because I've missed him so much. I'm going. Reggie has, like, three of these. I'm going Westbrook. I have to give right. it to him. I will, I will say, and I don't know if uh, you guys are up for it, uh, real quick. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. All right, Game of Scones, iShop Edition. Russ Westbrook. Shot 29 times and made uh, under 25% of them, going 7 for 29. That hasn't happened very frequently in Basketball References database. That has only happened uh, six other times. One, two, three, four, five, six other times. Can you name the other six people to shoot at least 29 times and make under 25% of their shots. Chuck won uh, earlier, I should, so he should get to go first. Uh, Gilbert Arenas. That's a great guess. No. Kobe! So who? Kobe Bryant. That's a great guess, but no. Wow. Um, We're just strike you guys out pretty quick. These are gettable. There, there are some 25, What is it again? 25%? 20, 29, at least 29 attempts wow. made under 25% of them. Not a lot of guys going to shoot that much. <laughs> yeah. Um... We got one strike Westbrook? Piece. Well, he he, oh, he, he did, did it, it. Okay. but no, that no, no, does no. not count. Um, Six other ones. Dwayne Wade. That's a good guess, but no. Two Chuck strikes. Chuck is doing that thing where he's guessing multiple times again. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go with uh, John Havlicek. That's a great guess. Uh, it's two strikes apiece. There are some Hall of Famers here. Damn. There are some non-Hall of Famers, but all-star guys, too. It's your turn, Chuck. Uh, do 20. I get two? Do I get two? two since Chuck you, you got now? Nah, you guys both have two strikes. Okay. Uh, I mean, we did Westbrook. Uh, you, Alex English. Well, that's a good guess. No, he was more efficient. Uh, uh-huh. Chuck has struck out. This is kind of hard, but there are a couple you should get. I feel you have to We're be an all star. None of them. You have to be an all star generally to shoot twenty nine times. You guys have guessed. These are good guesses. Don't feel bad. Okay, Allen Iverson. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I think. And we will just name, uh, we'll name John the winner. Yay. Uh, in order of how many shots they shot, the other answers are uh, Keith Van Horn, who was seven for 30. Iverson, you got seven for 31. Jerry West had a seven for 31. Rick Barry had an eight for 33. The most bizarre one, Dennis Scott had an eight for 33. 3D. Mm. And then you should all be ashamed. The God, Jerry Stackhouse. Stackhouse. Oh, wow. Seven for 34. Wow. That's That's incredible. incredible. All right. Damn. Par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to in the coming week? Well, I'm looking forward to uh, good basketball players playing basketball again. Kawhi Leonard's supposedly... Kawhi bought back. Supposedly coming back. Wednesday um, is the day. And recently I... Showing I, that Kawhi Rate. I've read that... Uh, <laughs> That's good, John. That's that like, is Kawhi I hadn't heard that before. Um, I uh, also uh, read recently that uh, Gordon Hayward is walking without his walking boot now. So I don't know if that means he's coming back anytime soon. Heard like r- rumor of if they go deep in the playoffs, maybe just he maybe may, may come back. But yeah, he he, you know, players getting better is good. It's better for the NBA when the best players are on the on the court. He'll Kawhi's roll, that dude. He'll roll out her like Dwayne Wade in a wheelchair. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to December 15, which is the day the trade floodgates can open. Woo! After the most extreme offseason, as far as player movement, we maybe have ever seen, finally, some of these teams that regret their deals, I'm looking at you like everyone, and uh, we can move some people. Maybe it's time for DeAndre Jordan to get shipped off. Maybe the Wolves don't even need Jeff Teague. Maybe the Grizzlies want to get Tony Allen back just to write out the horrible, horrible losing and try to sell more season tickets for next year's post-apocalyptic world. Thank you for not mentioning Marc Gasol. Uh, I'm looking forward to Friday. Uh, You might think it's because we get to see some amazing defensive stalwarts like Jazz take on the like-mindedly defensively stalwart Celtics. You (laughs) might think it's a battle of the Pelicans and the Nuggets. You might think it's the suddenly Kawhi-full Spurs against the surging Houston Rockets. But nay, let's find out who the worst team in the world is. Is it the Atlanta Hawks or the Memphis Grizzlies? Let's find out. Let's plumb the depths. Uh, <laughs> even more parfait away, I think I'm looking forward to. I forgot to mention, I'm going to beat that game. Jesus. I'm sorry. I think you I th- are schadenfreude made flesh. Sir. I think I am going to watch the Hawks Grizzlies on Friday and the Hawks Celtics on Saturday. I might back out out of depression. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Uh, in this podcast now mercifully so yeah if you want to support our program please help us out go to patreon.com slash fast break breakfast you can follow us on twitter at fast break break like us on facebook oh you're gonna lose all our 20 listeners uh you guys are the best thanks for listening and remember breakfast is the most important thing Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fair break, break, man. You understand? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.